Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. Daniel chapter 6, verse 16 and 17. Let's read together with uplifted voices. So the king gave the order and they brought Daniel and they threw him into the lion's den. The king said to Daniel, may your God whom you serve continually rescue you. Verse number 17, please. A stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the rings of his nobles so that Daniel's situation might not be changed. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. So the king gave the order and they brought Daniel and threw him into the lion's den. The king said to Daniel, may your God, whom you serve continuously, rescue you. A stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the rings of the nobles because they believed that Daniel's situation was not gonna change. I wanna preach uh, for a little while today using as a subject, just don't yell at me. Uh, just don't yell at me. I'll look at the person beside you, Tim, there's a whole lot of stuff I can deal with. Look at me now, I say, but I'm telling you right now, just don't yell at me. Just. Just don't yell at me. The global wildcat preservation organization called Panthera has committed themselves to preserving the wildlife in Senegal. About a year ago, a few of their conser conservationists found a young malnourished lioness who had been separated from her tribe. She looked dazed, disoriented, and malnourished. Upon further investigation, they discovered that the lioness had a full face of porcupine quills in her face. And because she had a full face of porcupine, porcupine quills, it prevented her from eating for almost a month. Not only did it prevent her uh, from eating, but uh, she couldn't hunt. And not only could she not hunt, but she could not roar. The team decided to administer antibiotics. The lioness, hear this, um, was so debilitated that she lost her fight. Today, by faith, I believe the Lord is pulling out the aspersions that have been lodged in the face of our mothers, our daughters, and our sisters. The spear that suggested that they didn't have the right shape. The javelin that tried to make them second guess their genius. The dagger that damaged their dreams. And the swords that tried to shave off their self-worth. 
The blow that you have endured has been so crippling that so many of our mothers in this room, so many mothers who are watching online have lost their drive, have lost their penchant to hunt. It may be surprising to you that it is the lioness who is tasked with hunting, not the lion. It is the women in the pride who have to go out and make sure that the children eat. And I want to suggest to you, albeit humbly, that you have to go after what it is that you are supposed to possess. Even more so, the enemy has allowed so much stuff to blow up in your face that he is hoping that as women of God, you will lose your roar. There's a Hebrew term for praise, which is a Shabbat. It translates to mean to address in a loud tone, to shout, to cry out, to scream. But a theologian put a twist on it that I had never seen before, that Shabbat really translates to mean to roar. What happened in Joshua chapter 6, verse number 5, is when the whole army was going, here it is, to tear the walls down, they did not bring a construction crew. They just screamed until the walls fell down. I want to say to somebody who's sitting around you that when you scream, whatever wall has been erected by your opposition is getting ready to start tumbling down. Psalms, Psalm 63, verse 3. It says that because your love is better than life, my lips will, here it is, shabak you. Or I will roar to you because of how it is that you love me. When we give God a shout in church, it is evidence of, uh, for us that we know how much it is that we are loved. If you know God loves you undeniably, irrefutably, would you just open up your mouth? Come on, if you know God loves you. When other people didn't love you. When you didn't even love yourself. It is, Shabbat is to scream, it is to yell, it is to holler, it is to roar. And when you hear that word roar in the Google of your own memory, you immediately think of a lion and not of a lioness. And I want to suggest to you that maybe it is a lioness that ought to come to your mind. Whenever, here it is, a lion roars, it is never haphazard. It is a roar that comes with intention. When I was in elementary school, my family moved from Boston to Baltimore, Maryland, and uh, soon after we uh, got to uh, Baltimore, one of our neighbors uh, took me to my first World Wrestling Federation match. I had never been a day in my life. Can I tell you transparently, I didn't even know what wrestling was until uh, my neighbors in Baltimore took me to the Baltimore uh, Civic Center uh, so that I could see uh, Superfly Snooker and uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Y'all ain't... 
y'all too young. Let me see if I can help you here. And uh, we walked into the arena. We walked into the arena and we walked into the arena. Everybody was screaming. I didn't watch wrestling. I didn't know who I was screaming for. I just started screaming because everybody else was screaming. Uh, my neighbors who took me to the match said, you do know you screaming for the villain, don't you? I, I said, no, in full embarrassment. Here it is. I didn't know who I was screaming for. I was just screaming because everybody else around me was screaming. I will enter into his gates with Shabbat. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I will enter into his courts. Here it is with praise. When I come into God's house, I'm not screaming because the rest of y'all are screaming. I'm screaming because I know him for myself. I know what he's able to do. I, I know that he's been better to me than I've been to myself. If you know who you're screaming for, would you open up your mouth and shout right there? You, you, you gotta know. You gotta know who you are screaming for. Um, when, when lions roar, Hear this, when lions roar, when lionesses roar, y'all ain't gonna believe it, you're gonna be the smartest person at work tomorrow. When lions roar, it can be heard for five miles. It can be heard for five miles. Here it is, when they are roaring, they are setting up their territory. They're setting up their jurisdiction. And so when a lion roars, they are setting up boundaries. Uh, here it is, for five miles, it is pushing off evil that is coming from the east. Uh, when a woman lion roars, it is warding off witchcraft that's coming from the west. Uh, when a lion wars, here it is, it is knocking out the spirit of the Antichrist that comes from the south. When a lion roars, y'all ain't saying nothing, it will hold back every demonic principality from the north. And so when a woman lion roars, it is setting up a five mile demarcation that every evil spirit Five miles of my child better back up. I need women in this room. Would you open up your mouth so that the enemy knows you better not come within five miles? Hey, hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Would you speak your zip code right now? I said, shout your zip code right now. When I speak my zip code, there will be no school shootings at my kids' school. Y'all ain't saying nothing. When I shout right now, there will be no gang initiation for my son within five miles. Y'all don't know when to scream? I don't care where they are shooting in Atlanta. It will not hit my house for five miles. Hallelujah. When a lion screams, watch this. 
I am setting the territory for five miles. It is uh, important for you to know is that uh, when a lioness roars, when a lioness roars, it is to cover her children, watch this, while they may not physically be with her. So whatever is out there that think they gonna put their slimy hands on my child, I dare mothers to scream so that you will block every pedophile, every sex trafficker, every abuser. You better open up your mouth till your children are covered from the top of their head. You're letting every predatory species know that my child will not be susceptible to drug addiction. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. My child will not be abused, will not be battered, will not be taken advantage of, will never spend a night in jail, will never have handcuffs on them. I need you to open up your mouth so that your sons and your daughter will rise up and prophesy. There is a gift on your child. Let the lion roar. Open up your mouth. Hey. Hallelujah. Here it is. The lion, when the lioness roars, it goes out for five miles, but it sends a signal. Some of y'all ain't gonna be able to roar on this. It sends a signal to missing family members that you can still come home. I don't care what you did. I don't care how we fell out. You are always gonna be loved here. Y'all ain't saying nothing. God said when you open up your mouth, Whatever member of your family has lost their way or lost their mind, they are getting ready to come back to the fullness of the grace of God. I need you to open up your mouth like they're coming back to what they were called to be. Hallelujah. You may be seated. You may be seated. Hallelujah. They're coming back. God just put a locating device on them right now. They coming back. I need you to elbow your neighbor, tell them they getting out of that relationship. Hallelujah, they coming out of jail. They coming out of that lifestyle. They coming out of that cycle of behavior. They coming out of that addiction. The enemy was hoping you were gonna be quiet, but I got some women who are lions in here. Would you open up your mouth like you gonna save your child's life? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Holy God. We bless your wonderful name. Hallelujah, you've been better to us than we've been to ourselves. Nobody said the road was gonna be easy, but I don't believe you brought me this far to leave me now. 
I dare a sister to shake another sister's hair and say when we scream, our niece and nephew are coming back. Our godchildren are coming back. Our grandchildren are coming back. There's an assignment. Contrary, contrary to popular belief, lions hear this roar the most. Y'all ain't gonna believe it. Lions roar the most in the dark. It is not in the daytime, it's in the dark. Because lions, what many people don't understand, are also nocturnal and they can see just as well in the night as they can in the day. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. And there's something about a few women in this room who found your greatest roar when you were in your dark season. God, I can't hear nobody that, that when you began to give God glory, it wasn't because everything was good, but in your spirit, you said there's a bright side somewhere. And I want to hear from some women who lived through some dark nights, but you found out weeping may endure for a night, but joy! They roar in the night because they can still see in the dark. Older lions, older lions, Hear this, um, they, they, they don't show you those on Animal Planet. Older lions, you don't, you'll never see them in the zoo. But, but older lions, watch this, will lose their teeth. But even as an older lion loses her teeth, she still with no teeth won't lose her roar. God help me. Y'all better stop playing with these seasoned sisters. Just cause they got gray hair, y'all ain't saying nothing. Just cause they not walking as fast, it don't mean that you still ain't got a roar. Your mama can be on dialysis, she can be in chemotherapy, she can have arthritis, her hearing is not the best, but if you play with her child, a roar is gonna come out of her. I want women over 50 who still got fight in you. Would you open up your mouth like you still got something to offer? You still got something to contribute. I, uh, I was perplexed when I was reading Daniel chapter six because the government made praying in public against the law. And anybody who didn't comply will be sentenced to death. And um, you gotta ask yourself, why is it that they um, don't want you to pray that there's gotta be something to it. Hallelujah, because they understand what is the power of prayer. It's not until they took prayer out of schools that guns showed up in schools. God, I can't hear nobody in here. I, there's something 
This for those of y'all not with new school mothers. I'm talking to old school mothers. Those of y'all raised by old school mothers, you'd wake up and hear your mama prayer. Y'all ain't saying nothing. James Cleveland was in the living room. Uh, that she was covering your bed and covering your family and covering your house. I, I just want 500 of y'all that know you got your mother's praying gift on you. Would you just open up your hair and just start praying over this house? Come on, I need to hear you pray. I can't hear you. Come on, pray. Open up your mouth, pray. Hallelujah. And they said um, that anybody who prayed in public would have to face the death penalty. And there was a young man by the name of Daniel who uh, didn't care what the law said. Said, I'll pray anywhere, at any time. And the Bible records for us that he went home and pulled back the curtain so that everybody who drove past him would have to see him giving God glory. Some of y'all can't worship because you're too concerned about what other people think, what other people gonna say, what other people's opinion are. But I need those of y'all that have been delivered from other people's opinion. I, I don't care what you think about me. It's prayer that got me this time. He pulls back the curtain and he begins to pray. And the agents of the government went back to King Nebuchadnezzar and said, did you hear what Daniel did? We're gonna have to give him the death penalty because he's praying in public. King Nebuchadnezzar didn't wanna do it, but he knew he had, had to be compliant to the law. And you're not gonna believe what happened, ladies and gentlemen, is that in the death penalty, they did not strap him to an electric chair. They did not call for the penitentiary nurse to bring him a lethal injection. This is not old Dixie, so they did not hang him from a sycamore tree. But the Bible records for us in Daniel chapter six that they did something unlikely. Y'all ain't gonna believe it. They put Daniel in a lion's den. God, I, I think I lost you. They put him in the lion's den and the Bible said, as you read today in verse number 17, they thought his situation wasn't gonna change. God, God, I can't hear nobody, but I need you to prophesy to the people who are on your road and tell them, see how they act. Tell them for me, your situation is about to change. Now, now if they don't respond to it, leave them right where you are. But I said your situation is about to change. Your circumstance is about to change. They put Daniel in the lion's den and that should have been enough. But I need you to see what happens next because it raises the ante. Is that when they put him in the lion's den, they then put a tombstone to cover it. Y'all please stay with me. Uh, they, they put a tombstone to cover it because they're thinking there is no way out. God help me. Maybe you forgot because you were daydreaming while I was preaching. They forgot, here it is, that uh, lions can see in the dark. Mm -hmm. So when they close the tomb, 
I wonder what y'all think Daniel was doing when he stuck in a situation with something that wants to kill him. Y'all ain't still here yet. He began to Shabbat and say, I will bless the Lord. Hey, all right. I, I, I got to show you something. I got to show you something. Would you be seated for just one moment? I got to show you something. Please be seated for just one, would you please? For just one moment, I got to show you something. Uh, now, the reason why this is so important, the reason why this is so critical, watch this, is Daniel had to begin shabaking the Lord. He had to start worshiping him. He had to start screaming. Had to start hollering. Had to have the sound of victory. And he had, watch this, to roar. Daniel could not afford for the lion to roar in the lion's den because watch this, it's at 114 decibels. If a lion roared in a closed space and the sound had nowhere to go, it would have burst both of Daniel's eardrums. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. So Daniel had to tell the lion, it's only gonna be one worshiper in here. God help me, and it ain't you, it's me. When you open up your mouth, you will let the devil know, you better not yell at me. There's a praise on the inside of me. When I open up my mouth, the glory. Hey, be seated, I gotta show you this. Daniel told the lion behind closed doors, don't yell in here. I'm the designated praiser. Don't yell in here, y'all ain't saying nothing. I got this assignment. I gotta go a step further. He had to tell the devil, tell the lion, don't yell, watch this, cause I got three children depending on me. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. God said, when you scream, you are gonna silence whatever the enemy been saying to your children. I need you to open up your mouth like God. Hey, come on, open up your mouth. Open up your mouth. <laughs> Hallelujah. They, they put Daniel in the lion's den. They closed the tomb, put a seal on it. And the Bible says they went away. And all he had to do was survive the night. If he survived the night, the door was gonna open for him. Look at the person beside you, tell him last night was the worst night of your life. But if you woke up this morning, a door is getting ready to open for you. If you open up your mouth, everything that was closed to you is about to open up. Let the lions roar. I need you to open up your mouth. One of my favorite writers, 
One of my favorite writers, Lucille Clifton. Lucille Clifton says this, celebrate with me because everything that tried to kill me failed. You missed what I just said. Celebrate with me because everything that tried to kill me failed. I'm waiting for y'all to get it. Celebrate with me. Everything that tried to kill me. There's getting ready to be a roar in this room and I'm sending you on the brunch. But when you open up your mouth, you are letting the enemy know you better shut your mouth. There is a gift of God on my life. Here it is that's not for me. But I am roaring for my children. That there's gotta be a cry in here. That everything I don't get, my children will receive. When I count to three, I want you to support the Lord. One, two, three, shout. Hey, come on. Open up your mouth. Open up your mouth. Open up your mouth. We got the victory. We got the victory. We got the victory. Come on, cry out loud. Scream for your children, for their scholarship, for their opportunity, for their businesses, for their idea, for their creativity. I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.